0: Uh, all right. So, uh, fish, the Filipino Johnny Depp.
1: What do you got for number two? Wow, we're already at number two. This is this is kind of flying by quicker than I thought. Um, that's what she said.
2: Oh, mm. <laughs> it was less flattering that's, than the that's, last thing she said.
3: No <laughs> poop play, please.
0: No poop play. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: yeah.
3: We're already mm. at number two. That flew by fast. No poop oh. play. Okay. Oh. Shay always mm. goes
0: right to the poop, doesn't he? He's always right to the <laughs> poop. <laughs> mm. All about that, poop. <sighs> at um, that poop, poop. Let me take a guess, Fish. Can I guess?
1: Yes. Sea of Thieves. Yes. That's it. Sea of Thieves is uh my number two. Um and we've already gone over it pretty thoroughly, I think, so far. I think all of us have it on our list at this point, um but yeah, that game is definitely—you have to play it with friends. Like, that's the only way you can really experience the true beauty of what those developers are going for in that game. Just and, make friends, just for this game. Just yeah. make come three on, just friends. Just go make a
2: friend. Yeah, it's how easy. hard could that be? Come on,
1: come on, I mean, you nerds,
2: get out of the basement. He, yeah. Go to a GameStop and hang out there for a little too long.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Too long. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. Quit playing with our plushie dolls. I don't want Mm. you to get your grubby hands all over it. I'm waiting for friends. Um, Well, you really went into that, didn't you? You really really went down that rabbit
0: hole. Um, Sorry. Okay, Uh, Steve's... Yeah, I, I can yeah. tell you this, Fish is, from what? an outsider's perspective, I tried to get Fish to play Sea of Thieves for a month. And
1: all he ever told me, it looks boring. Oh, it looks boring. Mm-hmm. Well, it was very hard. To, I, I thought about it. I was like, man, that one game that I was playing all year or beginning of the year, how did I actually kick that habit? Because, you know, like Destiny or Diablo 3 or any addictive games that I've truly loved uh, through the past, it always had to be... Another game to distract me from it just enough to kick that uh, habit away uh, for a little while at least. And um, I think Sea of Thieves actually kicked my Monster Hunter World uh, habit. um. No, it kicked your Far Cry habit because we were playing Far Cry and you stopped playing Far Cry. And
0: I was very Mm -hmm. mad about that.
1: Yeah, well, I I started playing Far Cry, but in between I was still also playing Monster Hunter. Oh, and then, you're still
0: Monster Hunter, okay.
1: Yeah, and then eventually see, I broke down and bought Sea of Thieves, and I think it was like maybe two weekends after you guys had been playing. And um yeah, once I got it, I broke down and got in uh okay. This was, was playing
0: alone. He was playing alone. He would message me and be like, "Hey, I was creeping up on this ship in a swoop last night by <laughs> myself. And I was just watching him. And I was trying to take him down. I was like, God damn, dude, you're in deep. You're in deep.
2: There is a certain yeah. charm to doing that whenever there are a bunch of people playing. But it, I, I think that probably doesn't work as well as it used to with less people on. Cause... I think
3: that ship has sailed.
2: Oh, mm. <laughs> yep. I had a couple of days where I'd play by myself, the same that Fish did there, just hop on a sloop, and the difference in maneuverability really kind of allows you to make escapes really well whenever you're just playing solo like that. yeah. Like, I don't... Yep. A lot of the islands will have, like, really weird, like, you know, water features around them and stuff, so you can, like, cut through rocks and, you know, it's... Yeah. It feels good. It It works... Better as far as if if you feel hunted, it works, I guess is a good way to put it. um if there's not a lot going on, you're just kind of there doing that grinding loop that we already talked about, but yeah,
1: yeah well i I will say like for the solo aspect of that game, like you feel more vulnerable if you're just trying to you know kind of just grind out some gold and kind of just relax to the world, um which is what it how I took it not necessarily mm-hmm. you know just trying to get out there and um, like really grind on the reputation or anything like that it was more of uh, I think there was one achievement that I went for which was like have 20 gold chests on your ship um, and you could do that with friends or you could do that solo but I don't think there was ever a point where we had like 20 chests on our galleon whenever all three of us were playing together so I was like oh I'll just go for this one thing and it, it it raises the stakes a bit whenever you have more chess on your ship because at that point yeah. you're like yeah. i i don't want to get caught with my pants down or my sails mm-hmm. down and get blown out of the water for my I like catching you with your towards.
3: pants down baby.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm let sure me get, let, let, let me back that up. You don't want to get caught with your pants down otherwise you might get blown. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Hmm. yeah that's, that's what I said. Don't want to get blown out of the water, I guess. I think I think you're looking at this the wrong way, Fish. But uh, mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess I shouldn't just drop my pants and my sails out of the open seas right in front of a galleon and just say, blow me. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, I just like the idea of Fish out there. Blow me! Blow me! <laughs> um... I've been soloing for too
0: long. He he,
3: he sails into the middle of a kraken fight. Will somebody blow me? Everyone's, like, trying to (laughs) desperately fight.
0: Someone please fucking blow me. Somebody blow me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fish went pretty deep on
1: that one. Hmm, I did. Yeah, it's it's a fun game. I mean, even... I would say, like, the solo is a little bit boring... Um, and not as as exciting when you're playing with friends, but, I mean, there are aspects of it that I could see enticing to certain people, certain gamers, and um, I would say those gamers are probably people who aren't necessarily... There, there are gamers who, you know, grind out all that reputation solo, but um, that just seems really boring to me. Like, I, it was never... there. there there's no, like incentive for me at least to get those reputations higher because all they really do is give you better fetch quests um in that game but those quests as a group like give you guys something to go towards but what you're really trying to ex- are trying to experience in that game is like like you guys have said the emergent gameplay that just comes out of nowhere at times and just feels uh, well it doesn't necessarily come out of nowhere too but sometimes they do I, I don't know where I'm going there <laughs> uh,
2: well, like, like, yeah, like, no, like, like the like the like the
1: kraken like the kraken like yeah, I comes out of the, nowhere yeah yeah like the kraken so literally
0: will we... were... oh were you there the first time we ran into a kraken was yes it... yeah that was fucking it's...
1: wild yeah yeah it was fucking weird as hell where we just left the port and as soon as we left the port like the waters turned black and like josh was the first one to notice that and point it out and i was like yeah why why are we in black waters i thought we were like just in some tropical area just now and then all of a sudden like see those tentacles yeah. rise up and our ship is stalled out and I'm like oh fuck something's going on um, and with the <coughs> ha, <just laughs> nice. when the Kraken you okay? gets you when the Kraken gets
0: you too if you, if it grabs you in its tentacles you are You can see the inside of its tentacle you're like ah fuck I'm like inside of its little fucking hands or whatever um, no they're tentacles they're not hands but um, yeah it's it's fucking intense and uh, mm-hmm. yeah even just experiencing that stuff, it's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. Um
0: Okay, Sea of Thieves. We'll probably talk a little bit more about that later, of course. Um, at number two, very high on Fish's old Lissarusky. Uh That's mm-hmm. right. Up next is Mr. Shay Layton, and he's going to give us his number two.
3: Yes, I do believe. Um, my number two is Into the Breach. Oh This game was a very, very pleasant surprise. I love the shit out of this game. I love strategy games. We've talked about this game a lot already, so I'm not going to say too much on it. It was was a great game. I was addicted to it for a full month, nonstop. Thought about it at work all the time. Wish I had a Switch. Wish I had it on Mm. the Switch so I could play it at work. Um oh yeah,
1: it's perfect for the Switch.
3: Exactly. I think so at least. Exac exactly. It's like taking a mobile um chess game with you essentially.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So mm-hmm. it's a great it's a great game. Um we all here at the, the Sword Chomp had a blast with it. So Number two.
0: Into the breach.
2: Alright.
0: Yep. Agreed. Uh Agreed. Okay, um, my number two. Let me see here. I'm just writing all these down for reasons I'll tell you guys in a little bit here. My number two, no surprise to you guys, is uh, Far Cry Five. Uh, now look, I know before you vomit everywhere. Um, the the thing i The thing I tell every people about this game for me is that I would acknowledge that it's just another video game. This is the one game on my list that is just another video game, and I get that. Um, it's it's of a very high production quality. Um, but I don't think there's anything really groundbreaking about it. It just it's a it was a perfect storm for me. I'd never played a Far Cry game before, uh, so I thought it just felt really good. and It was a lot of fun to play. Other people have probably experienced that four times now. I haven't. You know, it was it was just kind of a lucky thing for me. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the fishing was a big part of the game. It actually got me to go out and look for fishing in my town because I was like, God damn it, I live in Montana. And I don't ever go fishing, and they built a game around Montana, and they made fishing a big part of it, so what the hell is wrong with me? Um, so it, like, jump-started, like, a big actual change in my life. Now, I know that's a very specific yeah. thing, so.
2: Um, oh, that's cool, though. I, like, that's, you don't get that from games a lot of times, so that's, that's really cool. It's yeah. Yes,
0: it's very rare. I mean, how many games are going to set, set in Montana that do that? Basically none, ever have ever done that <laughs> uh ironically later red dead came along and uh they might have done that who knows um because the fishing in red well, Dead's way better but that's
3: fair i mean like when i played horizon zero dawn even though it, part of it takes place in wyoming which is not quite montana i definitely like after playing that game i was traipsing around the uh wilderness looking for ro- robots like mech robots to destroy <laughs> with my bow and arrow yeah so i that's feel true. you that's i feel true. you
0: Oh. It's like when I when I was a kid and I was like playing Pokemon. I'd go out in my backyard and be like trying to pretend of like what mm-hmm. if there was
2: Pokemon out here in the yard? Um, yeah. Throw rocks at a squirrel, trying to catch it. Yeah, yeah it I accidentally hit it in the head, and it's twitching, <laughs> bleeding out of its
3: yeah. nose in your yard. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, this is not the Pokemon game I thought I was going to play. It's mm. true.
0: Yeah, fainting is a lot more brutal in real life than than they portray it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Then, Video game critics,
3: t- you wanna teaching. you wanna get on my memory of us's ass for
0: <laughs> making light of shit? What about that? Well, I don't. I don't. uh God, I lost what train of thought. Oh, uh, anyways, and look, I, I know the story does different things for different people. A lot of the NPCs in the game are are pretty over either over the top great or over the top awful, Um and the game is pretty buggy at times, despite being like kind of weirdly polished in some areas. Like, I had some weird bugs and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, just the wild insanity of it. Like, when people say something's fun, it kind of drives me crazy. I'm like, why is it fun? Like, there's just so much shit going on in this world at once. It's almost too chaotic. Like, it's almost like everything's too aggressive. Like, there's almost too many people on four-wheelers and planes, and there's just always shit. Like, I'm shooting people with rocket launchers and sneaking around with my bow and arrow. and Like, it's it's just the, the environmental storytelling I thought was really good. The prepper stashes are, I think, one of my favorite things this year that nobody really talks about, and I just think that they were a really interesting way to do, like, really bite-sized environmental puzzles. And I like the story in the same way that I like, like, a Metal Gear Solid story for being over-the-top and insane and kind of illogical. Um, it like it jumps from like sort of being ridiculous to serious, ridiculous to serious, in the same way that Metal Gear Solid. You know, one moment you're cradling Sniper Wolf and crying, and the next minute Johnny's taking a having diarrhea, and you're climbing a cardboard box. You know, like video games can do that, and that stuff has never really bothered me. So I I, I got sucked right into there, and just the general theme. It feels like a, a, a game very much of our time with all the ridiculous like. Um uh, cultish hillbillies and uh, American flags and yes, it could it have said something more? Probably, like I, I know we've talked about that in the past um, for me it was just more like aesthetic window dressing that I thought was interesting um, I don't, I'm sure the game probably doesn't really have anything to say other than cultists are bad um, so <laughs> it's, but I, for me it was just more of like uh, just interesting and uh, interesting for me can go a long way, so I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed it Far Cry Five would be my number two. Uh, All right, now we're down to the. Hey, Shay, can you give us a real drum roll? Shay, give us a real drum roll. Hold on. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) There we go. Alright, um, some of these I think we can almost kind of guess where it's going, but it's still important to know and to hear and to say. That's my life that's my life mantra. No, hear, say. Mm. Alright. Josh, what is your number one game of the year? Would it by chance involve pirates? It would not. What? what?
1: Whoa! Sort of. No, there's Whoa! some piracy involved.
2: Pl- plot but,
0: twist. Uh, okay.
2: hmm Well, like I was telling you before, this top seven could almost be in any order. And so, like, two of them don't even get listed, unfortunately. But, yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, my number one game this year, and this one does stand out a little bit, which is how it made it to number one, but number one game this year was CrossCode
3: yes i'm glad I'm glad it made that. I'm so happy hmm.
2: yeah it's 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 so good it it does the whole action r p g genre so unbelievably well like it is it is just the best combat I've played in one of those games, probably ever they made it so unique it doesn't feel like anything else. It's just it's great. It's really great. Um the level designs in the world are amazing. It's it's a top-down RPG that has like 3D platforming elements to it. Like trying to figure out how to get from one place to another in the world feels so unbelievably satisfying in this game. Um it's 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 we've already talked talked about the story. Before and like the characterization of having all these different people from around the world playing an RPG together, and the way that's written is how good that is. But just the story in general is really good as well. I don't really want to spoil that because that, um, you it's really it's kind of hard to talk about it at all without giving away what's going on. But just the characters themselves and the way you interact with them is so so impressive in this game. It's absolutely absolutely a gem of a game that just not enough people have even heard about
3: exactly yeah it's it's gonna be a shame this i think this game is gonna be one that another one of those ones that's gonna get looked at in a few years and people are gonna realize kind of what they missed when it released i know i was Mm. talking with a few friends about it telling them like this is probably one of the best jrpgs i played in a long time um, yeah. JRP st- JRPG-style games. And they're like, I've never even heard of this game. And it's funny mm-hmm. because, like, you had mentioned it briefly, Josh, and I before that actually seen advertisements for it on Facebook of all places. Hmm. Um, what? When it had just released. <laughs> this, Yeah, it's it really is a great game. I wanted to put it on my list, but since I didn't even come close to finishing it, I couldn't in good conscience do that. But, yeah, it is... It is a phenomenal game. Just the character development in it is the best of the year, period. Um, so yeah. I could easily see it being up there. Um, it is a very fluid-looking game.
1: Mm-hmm. For
3: it being a retro game, it's it's one of those ones that is retro in design, but the the polish on it makes it look like an up-to-date game in yeah. some regards. And just the... Mm-hmm. the the fluidity of the combat really kind of revitalizes the JRPG genre to make it more current.
2: uh, The difficulty as well is something that, because it's set in an MMO, it has a similar MMO respawn type thing to it, um, which allows the combat to be just tough like really tight combat even when we mentioned this before with just random trash mobs wandering around the world can kill you um it just it feels really good because if you die you just go back to the beginning of the screen you're on kind of like how Hyper light drifter had that similar just tough as nails combat because you're not really losing a lot whenever you die um and yeah it's just it's good it is so good
0: I'm sure it'll probably come out on the yes. Switch or something eventually. I would think. Um, yeah, seems like a missed opportunity if it does. I
2: I I would. Well, it's. They, they recommend you play it on that, keyboard. Is, it's. Yeah, it's well, it's it's written in HTML five, um, so it basically is only supported on PC right now, just because of the way the coding language works. Like, there's no way to really put it on Switch with kind of, without kind of building it up from the ground up. Or finding some weird way to, you know, translate that code over. So, like, even though the Switch would be perfect for it, it's just, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen for a while unless it gets, you know, some sort of fan base there that really, really is asking for it, so.
3: Yeah. My hope my hope is that, like, my two hopes, I know maybe this is something I can mention at the end, or I should have, but... My two hopes are people try Moss even though I didn't try it. I know that that would have probably been one of my favorite games of this year. I hope people give you v- who want to give VR a chance, give Moss a chance and I hope people uh-huh. give this game a chance. Cuz this game is fucking yeah. incredible. It just for me it released at a time when I was playing in the heyday of like playing God of war, and then I was getting into Red Dead 2, and I was getting into all these games at the same time. And one, one of them had to get put to the wayside. And I knew Red Dead 2 was going to be too big of a game this year to instead put yeah. that to the side and play Cross Code.
2: So I made a choice yeah. <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you kind of had to pick which 100 hour game you wanted to get into at that point. Right. So, Cross Code yeah, yeah. is
0: 100 hours? Yeah. Oh my God.
2: It could be if you're doing like all the optional content. I think right. i put like 70 hours into it and there's still a couple things i haven't done but yeah,
0: yeah. jesus christ right. yeah it's uh, like, well, this is like an actual
2: old jrpg in in structure and everything and yeah like yeah. it looks like just some little indie game and a lot mm-hmm. of times you just expect those to be yeah bite-sized experiences yeah, this I, one, I think people have yeah.
0: uh People will tend to have... I mean, I'm guilty of it, too. I think people will tend to have a reaction when they see games that look like that because they know Mm -hmm. that it's more of a a nostalgia play. Right or wrong, it's just... I I think it's harder for those games nowadays. There was a time where if a game looked like that on, like, Xbox Live Arcade or something, it would have been... But you just see that more now, I guess. So I think maybe it can be harder to get your game noticed if if you go for that art style. Um, Yeah.
2: I kind of feel like pixel art is finally making progress again. Like for a while there, like you're saying, it was just, it was just to be nostalgic. Like, Oh, we, we liked all these old games. Let's, let's kind of trick you into thinking our game is like those. Um, and then it, it seems like in the last couple of years, people are finally starting to do new and interesting things with pixel art again. Uh, which, yeah, it'll, it'll probably take a while for the public to kind of get on board with that Idea, not not yeah. bring a bunch of baggage into it. So,
0: all right, number one, cross code, stamped in the
1: books.
2: Um, all right, yeah. oh. Anthony, I'm F- oh, sorry. Oh, I was gonna bring up the runners up, which the 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 other the two from the seven that I said were all so ridiculously close. One of them was Sea of Thieves, which I absolutely love this year, but cuts had to be made. Um and like i kind of i took that single player loop into consideration and it yeah kind of had to be done and then the messenger was the other ridiculously close option uh but yeah kind of cut that because i already had another side scrolling platformer with celeste and so yeah as good as well, it was, yeah, yeah.
0: And then missing too. The missing kind of snuck on there in the last mm-hmm. second. Um, a little hot on that one. So, Sea of Thieves could have been there, but it's not. And that's yeah, the well, way like it goes. I said,
2: like any of those seven are just amazing games. I feel like those are kind of just absolute must-play games for basically everybody. Like if you're, like it's, yeah, they're they're so good. All of them are so good
0: all right uh josh's must play seven no i'm just kidding Mm -mm. um all right so (laughs) fish um by is there any chance that perhaps uh your number one game of the year involves hunting
1: oh so much hunting indeed oh gosh yeah some would say the best hunting you can ever get
0: can can we just we change the? Can we just change the name of the game to? Oh gosh,
1: yeah, hunting indeed. That sounds like sounds like a game. <laughs> sounds like a like a big bunt, big buck hunter uh, subtitle or something. <laughs> okay. Oh gosh,
0: yeah, hunting indeed.
1: Oh. Yep. Uh, um, Monster in the it. world. Monster in the world, right? That's it. That is it my first monster hunter game that i've ever played um i mean i've seen pictures videos and i've seen other people play monster hunter and it just never looked interesting to me to actually want to pick it up um and a lot of times like i would look at those games and think man what's what's the gameplay like in that game because it's not very apparent but um once you actually do pick up that game, it it becomes very apparent that um depending on what weapon type you're using, like your gameplay can vary from just, you know, the type of weapon that you choose at the beginning of the game or decide to use. Um but it, it I don't know. Monster Hunter just came at the right time for me because at the beginning of 2018, I had fallen off Destiny 2, which I thought I was going to be playing until, you know, the next uh, big alliteration of Destiny would come out, Destiny 3 or whatever. And that wasn't the case. Like, I fell off of Destiny 2. Like, I, I felt kind of burnt from that game. Like, it was still kind of just Destiny, um, uh, with just, like, different mechanics, different classes for the game. Um, So I felt kind of empty within quitting that game, and I felt like there was a void in me that needed to be filled. And (laughs) going from, like, going through... (laughs) She did indeed. And I filled it. And I found the right monster to stick into that void. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) That's a big fat... (laughs) (laughs) gyrus. (laughs) <laughs> that Jagra. Give me that
0: Jagra. Uh, you know, as Jipfish, Fish, I think the problem is that when you get excited about this game, you just want to talk about like menus and synergy and systems. That's not. you mm-hmm, got to sell mm-hmm. the game with big bombastic monsters and epic battles and music. Uh, that's, and you're just well, like synergy thing. and systems.
2: <laughs> there are... Oh, I cats love Cats that systems. will make dinner for you.
0: Yeah, there's cats that make dinner on, for you. Come on, sell it, fish. Sold.
2: Cats that yes. will make dinner for you.
1: They ride All on the- cute little inner tubes, too, when they're mm-hmm. in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll definitely get people to play the video
0: game now. <laughs> it, it's, well, it's super cheap now, too so you can get... I got it for, like,
1: $25 on sale, so I was like, that was yeah. quite
0: a bargain for I, me. I was.
1: I was looking at the price of it. It, it is, uh, like, 30 bucks or something like that. So I was like, oh... I thought it was still going to be full price, but no, that's not the case. You could pick it up right now for, you know, around 30 bucks at this point, which is a fucking steal. I think if you haven't played that game, like if you want to, if you really, if you really like like the soul series, uh, because that 's what I compare the gameplay to mm-hmm. um, where your actions are very deliberate and there 's a lot of uh dodging and rolling and positioning your character uh, yeah. against these monsters to watch out for their big heavy attacks that could knock you out in one hit um, like th- there 's this high risk high reward in that game that just yeah, it 's a good balance, and the fact that you could customize your character to um either work with your gameplay style with a certain weapon type that you're using or um, you know uh, beefing up your character like uh, like like sitting down and getting a meal prep for you where you want to get more health out of it and go into battle with more health or more attack or more defense like there, there's just so much different systems going on to customize your experience in that game Um, as far as like, uh, what you want to do in that game and systems, there it
0: goes with the systems again, (laughs) There it is. it uh,
1: it all comes together because then it translates into this big battle that you're having with these monsters that you're hunting down. Um, and you want to have the best advantage against them, um, and make uh, ensure that, you know, you actually take them out because this game does like penalize you as far as like. When you do certain missions, um, if you die during a mission, like they they usually give you two deaths until you actually fail the mission. So, um, if you die once, like your your rewards are cut. Like you'll you'll just your rewards are less. You get less money out of it. So, um, there's an incentive to not die in that game and play perfectly against these uh, monsters and like it. It all just translates well into that actual loop of the game of killing these monsters collecting their loot um creating new armor pieces getting you know these rare gems that you can slot into your uh items that uh further customize uh your character as well and there's there's so many things about customizing your character that yeah it could be very mind-boggling and like a lot of people at the beginning whenever that game came out were viewing it were saying man this game is very hard to really jump into and start having fun because you're you're presented with like so many different menu screens and like a lot of stats that you just don't quite understand at the beginning of the game but as you progress through that game um that's when it really starts to click in and like you start to realize, Oh, maybe I should pay attention to, you know, uh, my health or how much damage I'm doing, or maybe switch my d- weapon because my weapon is just maybe not the, not giving me the gameplay style that I'm looking in that game. So uh, there's just so much customization in that game that I really enjoyed and thoroughly loved. And, uh, while the story of that game wasn't its main selling point like the gameplay is definitely the hook that got me yeah. and just what it just yeah couldn't let yeah i couldn't jump off of that game like 200 hours into that game <laughs> or 230 hours into that game and i was i was still having fun just jumping in and doing like a quick you know 15 minute fight against uh like one of the uh higher rank monsters in that game um, I think the highest rank was nine at the time. They might have phrased that up, but I'm not sure. But nine-star missions, like yeah, they're exciting and fun. But at, at that point, like I was definitely grinding a bit at the at the end game. Um, and then, of course, just like switching weapons and actually being able to, since I had so much different materials just is sitting in my inventory I was able to just upgrade all these weapons in a new weapon that I just decided to pick up and was able to get the top tier of them and it, it felt good to actually like jump to different gameplay styles uh, with the weapons as well but uh the graphics uh look great in that game um fighting those monsters just it feels like an epic triumph of moment whenever you kill them the first time and as you get better through the game like you eventually are able to you know knock these monsters around and have a pretty easy time against them but uh some of the monsters are they i don't think they necessarily feel I don't think I've come across anything that necessarily felt cheap to me. I know Morgan, you you would say like the Anjanath being able to kill you with its fire breath with one hit was indeed infuriating. And but in the game, it like it it lets you increase your fire resistance well, on your was, armor if you wanted to. So
0: it's, um. it's
1: only at times, like I said, it's for the most part
0: when I haven't ran into many issues like that. Like with that scenario, it just forced me to like, I went to my field guide, it said to shoot at its neck, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to make sure I aim all of my firepower at its neck. I made sure I had the best gear, which I'd already had, but um, I made sure I had the best ammo available. I didn't even know there was like a second tier of ammo because it didn't tell me that. It's just one of those things you have to go to the store and kind of look around, which is fine. Uh, and I just, you know, tried to play it really smart, and then I ended up killing it no problem. So, anyways, it, it was fine. Like, I think right. there, are, you can get frustrated, but the game does give you two or three deaths. So, I mean, if you're getting your ass kicked, then you probably know that that monster is a little out of your, a little out of your groove. Mm-hmm.
1: Or you just got to change up the way you approach it or whatever. Or mm-hmm. Really pay attention to the attack patterns of the enemy. Um,
0: um, well, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later, too. I think that was a good long soliloquy from you on it. Um, okay. Monster Hunter. Yeah, it's a fantastic game. Monster Hunter Worlds finally broke through in America.
1: Finally, yeah. yeah finally. That's, I mean, I, I guess I'm living proof that, you know, somebody who's never been into the series and it just came it coming out with what you know this whole kind of redone more accessible type of game for the series like I was surprised I was definitely surprised at first like I I didn't think I would like that game and I just watched one gameplay trailer of it and thought you know what, that looks like an actual fun game. Like, the combat was what sold me in Mm -hmm. the 15-minute trailer that I saw of it, and I immediately bought it that week after seeing that, and had no expectations, and, like, the beginning was a little rough as far as, like, figuring out what to do in that that game and what it was all about, but once it all opened up to me around, like, the 10, 20-hour mark of uh, playing that game, That's when, like, I knew I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna fucking finish this game because this gameplay loop is exactly what's able to fill that uh, destiny void that I had going on." So, um, really, is your whole
0: life just chasing
1: the destiny void, filling the void (laughs) the destiny left behind? Well, mm. Destiny filled the void of, you know, uh, World of Warcraft and uh, <laughs> it's just a cycle Di- Diablo 3. Mm. So <laughs> I'm looking. yeah, I'm looking for those top 20 games. He's not
0: looking ever. for just, yeah, yeah, he's not looking for ex- games. He's looking for lifestyle changes,
2: yeah. all right? That husk <laughs> just blowing along from one game to the next trying to fill that void. Yeah. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's uh, what All right, Steve
1: Josh. Uh-huh.
0: That's what Hust do. Hustu, mm-hmm. what what? do uh, Shay Layton, across the pond, patiently waiting over there, is about to regale us with his number one game of the year. Now, Shay Layton, uh, may I inquire, does your game involve beards and dragons? I'm just curious.
3: No, my game is Far Cry 5, just kidding. It is God of War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I,
0: my erection was so turgid at that, no, I'm just kidding, go ahead. Mm. Yeah.
3: Fucking erect. No, God of War was my number one pick. Um, I do, <clears throat> It's 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 difficult to explain why this is my number one. In that, I I feel like <sighs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's hard to describe. It's like none of my. It's none of my favorite. Like for each category it wasn't any of my favorites but as a whole package mm-hmm. I feel like it was a clear cut choice for this year. You know, mm-hmm. it didn't have the best yeah. narrative, but it had a solid mm-hmm. narrative to a great narrative at times. It didn't have the best combat out of any game, but it had a really good combat system. It wasn't the most visually impressive, but it was still very beautiful game. In both its visuals and its art direction. Uh, The sound design Mm -hmm. wasn't perfect level like um, Red Dead 2. But it still had a great sound design. The music was awesome. Uh, There were a lot of things that were good to great to awesome about this game. But it wasn't like number one in any of my categories. Which is why it feels weird picking this game as the number one. But I had a ton of fun with this game. Um I haven't yeah. I haven't um delved into the God of War uh franchise since the very first game to be honest with you and comparing that the franchise from the very first game to now it just feels like two completely different games. It's like you took the main character and you just put it into a completely different game and I think it is the the best case scenario for Kratos. I think they did it right. I think they're moving into a great Mm -hmm. direction with the character. Um, You know, Josh and I have talked about this, that it feels like um, Act 1. The game feels like Act 1. I feel like that's accurate to a degree. I think there was enough going on in the game to make it a complete story, but it also felt like... It It wasn't your
2: complete story. It was... Yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. setting everything up for the eventual sequel. Um I think the ending and this is this is the one mark I have on it. The ending was probably my least favorite ending in gaming for quite some time. It was it was a very very just it wasn't even a slow burn of an ending. It just was like a here you are motherfucker and that's it. It just the ending was not good in this game. I know what they were trying to do. Um, the idea was solid, but the execution was just piss poor. Um, that's the only black mark I have on this game, or dark mark, or whatever mark you want to call it. Uh, but otherwise... Skid mark? Skid mark, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but otherwise, it was it was a really good game. It is a fun game. Uh, we've talked about this and joked around about this. The axe throwing in it is phenomenal. Uh, yeah. There's enough content in there to keep you playing well after the game ends. There's a bunch of little hidden things in the world. Yeah. I <clears throat> I will remember as one of the best moments of gaming in 2018 is when you come across mm-hmm. the uh, what is it called the world ender? I can't rem- I can't remember his name. The giant the giant worm. I cannot remember. It was like the world ender. The serpent? The world yeah. serpent. Yeah, 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 the world serpent. Yeah. When you come across him the first time, that was set up so beautifully. Yeah. Just that whole this the whole setup to that. The fight the first fight with Baldur was incredible. Um the fairy world was t- like just visually arresting for me. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think. There there's some other really key points in in the game. Um, the Val- those well, two
0: guys, who are those two guys that you fight? They're like brothers or whatever. Um, yeah, I
1: don't
3: care about them.
0: They were boring.
1: <laughs> but, yeah. They kind of just came and went in the, in they, the story. Yeah. they they weren't utilized yeah,
2: well, but Bormir and Farmer. No, they
3: yeah. weren't. Unfortunately, unfortunately not. Um,
1: but I, I do, li- I do like Atreus as like this, uh, NPC that follows you around, um, and him being your son, like, it, it feels really good in that game. Like, you, it, there's a lot of story. There's an obvious bond between, you know, a father and son, and, like, um, seeing your son, uh, fall in battle, like, you, you get this sense of urgency, like, oh, I need to help out that character and get him off the floor, or vice versa. Whenever you fall down, there's a chance, you know, um, for your son to come up there and use, like, some weird resurrection stone and, um, help you out there and like environmental puzzles as well like a lot of times uh, Traze's character will um, have to read for uh, Kratos because Kratos doesn't understand Greek uh, or not Greek, uh, Nordic uh, is it Nordic language I guess mm-hmm. um, and so like uh, yeah there's like uh, they, they do that, they make that tag team feel crucial to the gameplay one doesn't feel like oh, this character just has all my spell abilities because that's what Atreus is in the game. He's yeah. mainly um, just shooting off arrows into uh, enemies and different types of arrow types that you want to use or uh, like using, I guess.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting because he's almost like a pseudo-NPC player because you, do, you can control him to a degree. And I think yeah. it does make a really good tag yeah. team because I... I think one of my favorite things in the game is when you tell Atreus to give, you know, sweet chin music to some of the enemies, and then you tag back in Triple H uh, for one Mm -hmm. of the uh, pedigrees. (laughs) I I love that part Mm -hmm. of the game, but uh, wrestling joke aside.
2: Yeah,
1: I can see Kratos (laughs) suplexing. Some
2: some of the work you can get done in the corner is really, really spectacular.
3: Sure, the chest slapping in that game God, is unparalleled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad somebody's given some love to God of War because uh, mm-hmm. uh, noticing it didn't make any of our lists, and that was like, that's kind of the mainstream game of yeah. the year. So I think a lot of people yeah. will appreciate that.
2: Yeah, it was definitely yeah. on my short list. It's just this the competition. Yeah, this your, year. Short,
0: your short list keeps growing for a short list.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I was telling you that like, the top seven could all be number one. Given Here's the thing, the right Morgan. Set of circumstances. Here's the thing. When you play
3: more than ten games, your short list grows. For me, my short list was short because I didn't play near as many games <laughs> as you or Josh, and same with fish. Our short lists were actual short lists. Um, <laughs> right, very right. Com- very, very comparable to our penis size, but that's neither Aww. here nor there.
0: You say it hey. like a micro speak, list, maybe? Speak for yourself.
3: One of us has got the bac. It's still a short and list, but you me. legally
2: have to say short list. <laughs> short list. Short list. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
3: Where do you come in on that one, Morgan?
0: I was just waiting. I was just letting it hang there. Um, uh, that's what she said. Uh, gravity uh, doesn't have of much incident. of an
2: impact at that scale. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, that's in, that's. Uh, yeah, I God of War, what can you say? What can you, what can you say the world hasn't said already? Um, that right. was actually our listener's choice. This is a good segue for me. That was our listeners and followers choice for the Chompcast Game of the Year as voted mm. on the polls on the at Sword Chomp Instagram. So
2: I can get Shake and be that.
0: a Shake and be a man of the people. Yes. Uh stab him later no i'm just kidding um <laughs> what with my penis i'll stab you with my penis in a pleasurable oh. way okay huh <laughs> Allie. um all right so how <laughs> came back all right uh last one here so yeah a lot of big points there for god of war i'm writing it down because i've been writing all these down Let's See on my little list uh, let's see. Uh, my game of the year, of course, is Spider Man. Um, and you know, Spider Man, ah. he, he mm. does the he does the things that a Spidey can. You know what can you say? He's amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. You make a good uh, point. I need to play we, that game now. That's all we need to
0: say. You no, do I need need to play, no, play no, that. Su- no surprise. My uh my game of the year would be Old Red Dead Redemption, a game we have talked about quite a bit. Um... I will say, I'm glad I made Shay's list. I think we had, you know, we disagreed a little bit on a couple things, and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. I mean, I think it's, the, a game of that girth is, well, that sounds dirty. A, g- a game of that girth, it's 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 more difficult, I think, also to keep a little flow with, uh, as well. I remember talking to Shay when he got busy, and he hadn't played in a couple weeks, and I'm just, I, a lot of people are messaging me, and they, they want to get into the game, but they're worried because they have a really busy life, and I'm like, I don't know if that's going to work, because it's, I played that game for like I three mean- hours a night for two months I,
3: yeah i think it it's could fair it, like it's 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 hard it's hard because like like you're saying one with that amount of girth you, get, you just got to keep a railing on it and eventually you get in mm-hmm. there
0: <laughs> you make sure you lube yourself up first
2: yeah That's all it I is important say. the lube is important d- don't skip yes. that it's you'll, you'll regret it and by by
3: lube just drink a lot of whiskey to make the game bearable mm. for as josh
2: would say cheap whiskey uh, Whiskey can bring. You don't want day. to remember it the next day.
0: Um, God,
2: gosh, my train.
0: <laughs> God damn it, you made me lose my train I thought. Uh, a oh, oh, good thing I have not, I kept some notes here briefly, so just in case. Um, I will say a couple quick things. I always, you know, I always told myself if I had any sort of platform, no matter how small, I would really try to work to elevate games. I feel like are either groundbreaking, ambitious, or genre bending, even if they're flawed. And that's something I always try to stick to. Uh, you know, over the past couple of years. Um, and for me, yeah, Red Dead just just hit on every level. I mean. I, I it's been controversial. I mean, I know our audience said that it was the uh uh technical achievement of the generation, which uh, I agreed with, but um it's interesting to see how how differently everyone falls on that game. You know, because of deliberate pacing. It's it's weird that Rockstar basically said, We're gonna have we're gonna make the most expensive game ever made, but we're gonna do so many just deliberate things to stay true to our vision that it's probably gonna turn a lot of people off. Um but that's just that's just right up my alley, and honestly, uh, f- you know, I joked about the fishing earlier with Far Cry. The fishing in Red Dead Redemption is is ridiculous, along with the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. They even built a character. I f- I forgot his name, but he was this adorable little fishing guru who took me in his house and sh- and showed mm-hmm. me his uh, his fish. He showed me all of his fish. That's what he showed what me. What was his name? And I think it was like Jerry or something. <laughs> yeah. He I showed you remember. his rod, too, right? He sh- <laughs> He mm-hmm. was... The things he could do with a rod fish... left my... <laughs> my jaw hit the floor. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. Wow. Yeah. Not for long. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, not for long. Um... It, yeah just the ecosystem like the you can catch a fish in that game and throw it back in the water and it just keep swimming it's like it, it's mm-hmm. it's they they build all these quests around it we've already talked about the hunting and the ecology and stuff if you haven't, you should listen to our last podcast um where we talked about it, but it's just insane and like the, and that appealed to me in particular um I personally just i if the game was just the cover the basic sort of cover combat. Uh, it would have been kind of a disappointment to me, and I think that's why I enjoyed the Deadeye system so much, being as Josh phrased it, like sort of a version of, like, uh, The Vats, is, um, a lot of my favorite games of the past couple of years, always, for me, were, like, missing one element. Like, with Uncharted, it was just the combat that kept that thing mm-hmm. from being, like, one of my favorite games ever. The Witcher... Same thing I just didn 't enjoy playing the combat, but with Red Dead uh the dead eye system sort of getting into you know the different uh, rpg mechanics, the guns have like accuracy and stats based off how far and people are away, and like you 're saying, Josh, you can generally just try and shoot people in the head and and that 's a, f- a fair criticism the The only thing I think you 'd have to factor in there is that um because you' it's need sort to be of able. <laughs> Well, it, and because it's a, a VATS kind of system, it's based on statistics as well. So, like, it can skim off people's head, graze them, not not kill them, knock their hat off. Um, mm-hmm. Depending on their distance from you as well, the situation where you're at, your gun, how clean your gun is affects your, your gun statistics, not just... There, there's a lot of shit going on in your cores. It, it, I, I'm not going to bore you with the details, but there is a lot going on there. Even yeah, there's stylistically, some juggling
2: involved, to be sure.
0: Oh, juggling. Yeah. Um... And and it's even stylish, like the way it kinda of looks. But it's again it's not anything new. Technically it's a version of Dead Eye that was around eight years ago. There's just no other games that really do that. So I the point is that I just like that there is something in the gameplay for me to hang on to because as amazing as everything else is, I, I have to like playing the game. And for me so for me that just really clicked. And if it had just been a generic cover shooter, it would have been a huge disappointment for me. Uh, and that was something I really loved about the first Red Dead as well. Um, I would say my my major criticism of the game is that there's a dissonance between... Like you said, Josh said this is the best Castlevania game ever made. There's a dissonance between the story, how you play the story narrative, and how you play the open world. Because the story is very much an on-rails experience. Um, and then once I sort of accepted that, I love the story. But it is weird at first, like when you just... Like walk a little bit off the track, or try to do something on your own, and the mission fails um it 's kind of a bummer it is uh, and but once you kind of give yourself over to that ideal, um, I think it's fine and the biggest The biggest thing for me that surprised me as it went on was like the some of the things i didn't like about the beginning of the game were like I felt like my character was. I was trying to make him good already, and I was forced to kind of be a jerk at times. Um, there's a good example I can give you that's not a huge spoiler, but I think sums up a lot of how I feel about this game. There's a mission early on where you have to beat up this, like, sick guy in front of his family and to get money for your gang. And I didn't even really want to do it, but at that point in their arc, Arthur is still... Mm -hmm. He's loyal to a fall. You know, like, so Dutch saved Arthur from uh, a—you learn about this much later on in the game, but Dutch basically took Arthur in and saved him. And for Arthur, above all else, loyalty is key. And he's not necessarily a bad because he's a bad person, but he's doing everything the group wants to do because— The group comes before everything. And you have to do this terrible thing to this whole family. You end up, after this big mission where you rob a bank, you end up actually going back to the mom, who's a widow at this point, and taking more money from her and yelling at her child. And at this point, I'm just like, God damn, I don't want to do this, you know? Um, And and, and there's really no choice there. Later on in the Mm -hmm. game, I was doing a side mission where I had to help out this nun who was in um, Saint-Denis and I was like chasing down a crucifix or something like that and they had a nice conversation and um, I was walking off it was just a side mission and I ran into the mom again she was a prostitute and she looked all beat up and shit and she was um, it was this real casual thing where she like hey mister uh, I'm looking for a good time and then a second later you could see in her eyes she's like oh shit you're the fucking guy that ruined my life! And she runs to the cops, and she's, like, telling them, like, you know, she basically makes up the story, like, this fucking guy attacked me, and all the cops chase you, and you have to leave the city, and Arthur's just like, fuck, oh my god, look, look what I did to this poor lady. Now, at that point in the story, Arthur's transition is already happening more. Um, late, And then eventually, you start doing quests for her, because she's sent into a life of prostitution, and her son's working in the coal mine, and it turns into this huge quest log, and... I realized that some of those things that they forced me to do at the beginning of the game were in service of the redemptive arc. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying it isn't frustrating a little bit at first because I wanted my Arthur to be good right away. But it's sort of part of the journey. And as he's his loyalty starts to fade from Dutch, as he starts to see Dutch's two tr- True colors come out throughout the story. And that's just a side mission. That's all optional. You don't have to do any of that stuff. And I personally found the story mission, the narrative, just emotionally affecting and in a very powerful way. But I'm not going to, I don't want to give it away. I could, I just don't, I don't want to do that in case anyone ever gets around to playing it. But just the world itself was just. You know, me and Shay talked about this. There's this bio. There's like this wildlife photographer you meet who's just out there taking pictures of things, and like you just kind of you just have this really sweet relationship with him. There's this one mission where you're like taking pictures of crocodiles, and you have this like philosophical chat about like killers and murderers and like how the world is fascinated with them, because. Um, it's it's just – there's a lot of this, the – the game is about conversation and, and people and characters more than anything. And I'm not saying every character hit with me, but the majority of them did. And um, I – for me, I'm just someone who just likes – like there could be a mission where you're just riding on your horse talking to someone for five minutes, and I like that. I get that a lot of people will probably think that's kind of boring. But that yeah. that's kind of my thing.
2: I think they're kind of hit or um, miss from one to the next, like you were saying. Some of them some work really well. That wildlife photographer – in, like, specifically, was, like, really good.
0: Yeah, his his are really good, and there's a lot of side characters I didn't even encounter until later in the game, and I'm like, fuck, these are all really good. So, mm-hmm. um, I... I, I just... Everything about the game... really. It, I mean, I think the game... It's weird because I've never seen a game that's so controversial or received like when I listen to podcasts and talk to my friends. But that's... as uh, It's like the fifth highest rated game of all time on Metacritic too. So it's just a fascinating thing to talk about. And it usually causes me a lot of frustration. And, and maybe at some point it's a game that people will go back to at different points in their life and enjoy it more or less. Who knows? But yeah. for me, all I can tell you is that... It clicked on basically every level. I never got sick of looking at it. I never got sick of really playing it because the dead system made the combat more interesting. The fishing in it itself would be the best fishing game ever made. I love the characters. Love the music. I just hey, it all clicked. Would
2: it or is it still Final Fantasy Fifteen? They're still the, they're the, close. Well, the, the, the fishing, fishing only
0: see the fishing in 15 is really good
2: but the, it's the just all in one spot like you don't get to kind of go around yes and, yeah. yeah
0: you can you can find weird little creeks in this game that just yeah. have fishing like it's it's just yeah. part of the
2: world you know fish I mean? out somebody's koi pond or something
0: Yes, yeah, and and the le- I did I did all the legendary fishing missions too, and they were mm-hmm. easy. They were easy, but there there was this one really weird one where I found this guy's like abandoned shack next to this like weird muddy river, and I caught this like purple pickerel. It looked really shiny, like it almost looked like it should have been a saltwater fish or something, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a legendary thing, so it's whatever. There's fan- there's a little fantasy in the world, and then I found the shack right next to the dock, and it looked like a pirate lived there. There was like a bird cage, and a pi- it said pirate rum. It was the only time I ever found that. And I was mm-hmm. looking at notes and stuff, and I'm like, the, Rockstar does weird inside jokes in their games, so I wondered if that was like, because there's like a, I guess there's like a UFO, and there's like a dead, dead Bigfoot skeleton, there's a bunch of weird shit like that I've never seen, but they're in there. Um, there's an incestual pig farmer you can come across, there's a guy mm-hmm. that literally molests you and leaves you out in the dirt. There are so many weird, dark, creepy, weird things that you will run into in that game in the world, so even if you don't like the story, I still think yeah. there's a lot of value in the like the world itself.
2: Yeah, I, I, yes. I'm 100% behind that. Like, this is a game that I think you could skip the story and just go, you know, fuck around in the world and have a good time with. I think I think my issue is that, yeah, it just had no connection to the story when you got to it, so it was just kind of... It was, yeah, it it was is too a little, big of a yeah. disconnect for me, is the, the major major issue that kind of kept me from really really getting into it
0: it is a little jarring at first but i would say there there are weird little things that reveal themselves and that's not me making excuses for it because i think whatever your opinion on that is is valid i would just say that like for example i did this is the last thing i'll say about the game because i won't really be able to talk about it too much later um There's a couple that I... It was kind of a sweet relationship between this guy and this girl who were separated by two families of these rich plantation owners, and they had a romance, but you had to sort of, like, bring letters to them, Um, and I thought it was very sweet and romantic, but it was kind of short-lived. You just sort of... You deliver letters, maybe do a couple quests for them. She was part of this, like, women's suffrage thing, and um, later in the game, in, like, chapter six, I randomly got a letter from her and i got mm-hmm. to go back and like resolve their thing and do beat up this fucking disgusting guy that i hated. It was so weird because i was like thinking i wish that their 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 story thread had more. And then it was just a really organic yeah. thing later on in the game, Arthur gets a letter in his tent and it's optional. I went to check it out. It was like there's so much of that game is just organic and seamless in a way that i've i've never seen before. And
2: yeah. uh yeah, I kind of wish they would have done a little more with that. Like, kind of just to bridge the the differences. Even though it was only something like... We talked about this when we first came out, but the, the, the money in the game is not really doled out in a way that works as well as it should. Um, like, you get so much money from just doing the story missions that you don't really need to go do anything else in the open world and it kind of feels like it should be the other way around like like you're you're moving your camp around all the time kind of on the run from the law and it feels like maybe you should have to in that open world stuff like make enough money so your camp can pick up and move somewhere else or just just a way to make it kind of feel like whenever you're off screwing around in the world you're still kind of pushing the story forward in a way not not like literally but just like oh this is this is helping the camp out i'm making sure that everyone's still taken care of um, yeah yeah in in a little I, bit more solid of a way than,
0: I, I think that's well, i got a I new think shirt. That's fair yeah I, I think that's fair i think the only i wouldn't say the only counter devil's advocate there is that you the nice thing about the game is you don't have to engage in the stuff if you don't want to like yeah. i didn't do much with like upgrading the camp and i didn't do much with uh, like i didn't feel like i had to feed arthur all the time if you don't mm-hmm. want if you get into it there are benefits but you the game doesn't force you to do that so i think your point is is fair like it would be cool if yeah. if you could progress it that way but it also leaves the option open if maybe you just want to stream like if you feel like that's too cumbersome yeah you could do you all of one to. or the other
2: if you don't like if you choose to you can get out of the tutorial and then never do the story again and have you know hours and hours of stuff to do completely unrelated and vice versa you can just mainline through the story and not really have to do yeah. any of the other stuff as well.
0: You could, you, you very well could. It's so mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's a very. I just think it's very brave of them to do this. They could have made something very simple, and I think, and that's why it's turned off. a lot. And I would say it's like a, some of the things that you might think are inconsistent about the characters, I think are are fair. But I think that they, I, I think that they there's a reason for it that's, that's later on. I'm not saying that makes it right, but I'm saying a lot of those things kind of can come around later. But I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um Uh... I'm would put. i not going to say this is my favorite game ever because I think that's recency bias, but I split games into two categories in my head. Worlds I would want to live in and worlds that I don't for my escapism. This might be my favorite game of a world I would not want to live in because everyone <laughs> has black teeth and everyone's diseased and everyone dies and it's horrible. As opposed to something like Cyberpunk, which is like, yeah, I'll live in my apartment and fuck cyber chicks all day. Sure, that sounds like heaven, right? Mass Effect. So, like, for me, escapism comes in those, in those two separate things. So, um and it's a little unfair because other game companies are not going to have the money and the time to to make something like this it's and and that's and i get that like not 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 many companies can afford to work on a game for 8 years and put that sort of time and resources behind it um so i'm just really appreciative that that it happened. Um, I mean, like, God of War was, like, a massive achievement, and Sony only worked on that game for five years. So, <laughs> only five years. Only yeah. half a decade. So, I mean, it's just... I feel like it's, like, a decade's wor- work of of work, and it shows. And that's not even including the fact that when the story's over, you play as a different character, and there's fucking more shit, and everything in the game, like, dialogue and missions changes because you're playing a different fucking character. It's wild. Um, well, it's, it's mind-blowing.
2: They did that in the first Red Dead, so kind of to be expected so
0: it's still just cra- it's still just crazy it'll go back to missions and they'll talk to you different and you're like god how much time do they put it anyways right dead game of the year uh okay so um that's my number one let's uh let's order these bitches um i don't think this will be as painful as we think as it was last year i don't
2: there's almost hey, no way it could be pain as
1: painful tree. as last year
2: <laughs> that's almost that's impossible <laughs>
3: So for number five, I think it's a good lock in that Hellblade makes number five for this year.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I um,
3: I honestly I don't know if Morgan will be able to convince the other two to put Red Dead Two higher than number four.
0: Um, Well, so I did the math and I think we have a good case for Red Dead at number 3 and this is why, according to the math here's how it works out, I always do the math because I can't fight for Red Dead at 1 or 2 and I'm not even going to try and that's fair Um, this is a group thing, it's not about me Uh, the math says Red Dead scored 8 points and Sea of Thieves, okay, let's just go backwards so all of you guys is number 1 Josh, hold on Josh took off Emergency? Okay. I'm just going to prattle on about something. Just, just tell me about l- just, your day. Let's
3: just, no, let's just keep going.
0: <laughs> It'll be fine. Let's just keep going. Um. Yeah, so it's probably, he's probably checking on something. So basically, everything that you guys gave to go number. P. Oh, oh, yes, go pee. Okay. Um, he says, I so need ba- a quick bio break. <laughs> oh, bio break. Oh. Um, so basically the point system is pretty simple. It's just reversed. So if you, it was your favorite game of the year, it gets five points. And if it was your fifth favorite game of the year, it got one point. So CrossCode, God of War, and Monster Hunter all showed up with uh, five points because they made everyone's game of the year. Uh, or they made three people's game of the year but nobody else's list, which is kind of tricky, right? Um, Into the Breach had a staggering 11 points. Um, which was almost as much as Cuphead last year. Red Dead had 8 points, and Sea of Thieves had 9 points. So if I were to just look at this basic structure, uh, this is just the point total. It would... um, There he goes. Josh has returned from his bio break. Um, It would show that... I've just been uh, filling time with uh, points. Talking, telling people about points. Mm -hmm. Um, So calculating all the points from this super mathematical system, it would show... It would show... We're going to talk about this. It would show 11 points for Into the Breach, 9 points for Sea of Thieves, 8 points for Red Dead, and then there's a three-way tie um, for the back end, which is almost almost perfect if we had six slots. Um, but we have Monster Hunter, God of War, and Cross Code all tied at five because they made one list, but they made the very top of that list. Mm-hmm. So... I think we can make a very convincing uh, case that the top three is somewhat locked. But the, the back two, we're probably going to have to fight over a little bit. Or not fight over. Maybe discuss calmly. Um, but that's just the way the points look. So.
3: So right now Thoughts? it's looking like Into the Breach is number one. Number two is Sea of Thieves. Number three is what?
0: Uh, let me see. Eight points, Red Dead. It got five for me. I think we should
2: wait being on multiple lists more strongly, though. Because if something is fifth on all our list, I feel like that should be worth more than just first on yeah, one other person's. Uh,
0: well, that's true. But I added that up, too, though. Like, for example, yep. Moss made... No, you're right. You're right. Well, that's the tricky thing, because... Monster Hunter, God of War, and CrossCode mean a lot to you guys. Only made one list. For example, yeah. uh, Moss made two lists, but only got two points because it was in the back end. Yeah, I, I added on them all up. Yeah. There's no other weird outliers. There's like um, Obra Dinn, but that only was one list. Like I said, I was being, I was trying to be just mm-hmm. as objectable as possible. There was actually... Oh, you guys might not like that, but it looks like Far Cry has six points and two lists
2: well we've got a bunch that are on two lists so that's what I was trying to get at like the the top, like you said, were saying the top three are on what all four multiple lists, lists. All um, four and then three for
0: you have three Sea of Thieves is on three lists uh, and then Red Dead's on two lists and then yeah and then from there the only other multiple lists would be Moss and Far Cry um I see Celeste on one list. I see. Let's see. Oh, Shay's. Um, my memory of us. One list. Yeah, there's a lot of one listers. I mean, it's I don't just the way see. It should go.
3: I don't see how God of War isn't on the top five list, even though it only made my list. I don't see how it's not on the top five list. To be honest. Well, with Fish...
0: It I think that's reasonable, but I also feel like that would be kind of stabbing CrossCode and Monster Hunter in the back, and I don't want any part of that fight. <laughs> that's
3: true. It's true. But, like, here's the thing. I love CrossCode. Josh loves CrossCode, but it's going to be a harder sell for you guys. Like, we had a fight for yeah, Hellblade I last it, year. So, I, I don't want to do that shit again this year. <laughs> Not at all. I feel like CrossCode is going to be a hard sell. Um Monster Hunter is something both you and Fish really loved. I enjoyed the <laughs> the four hours of it that I played, and I think I think it is a solid game. I think it ha- it could have a place on this list as well. But, well, here's
0: my thoughts. I'll say this: um, Monster Hunter ended up. I'm deeply in love with that game right now. My only issue with Monster Hunter, I think it's amazing, the music's incredible, I know it means a lot to fish. My only issue with Monster Hunter is that the online in that game is is actually regressive. Yeah, Uh, it's
3: super fucking bad.
0: Like, the first thing Shay said when we logged in the same session was, where are you? I'm like, that's a great question. Why don't you go ask Capcom? Because we can't fucking see each other unless we go to this tiny room, or you've progressed far enough in the quest. And like, it's not the end of the world. We got around it, we did, and we still had a lot of fun. But it—it it is 2018. I don't—I don't know how. I feel like it would be a little bit, and bit. I don't know how to explain. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a source that is still a series that's in transition. It is an amazing game. It still feels like it's got one more step to make from. Yeah. A,
2: yeah, like, it definitely has streamlined yeah. so much in this iteration, but it looked... The online was not involved in that streamlining process.
0: And it's just weird. It's just a weird decision that they made, because, yeah, I don't get it. Like, even even if we couldn't do the missions together, why can't I see Shay in the in the world? Why can't we run around in the town together? Yeah. That, I, I don't get that. It doesn't make sense. It's weird. I've never... I don't know. What
3: about this? What about this? So, End of the Breach, number one. Sea of Thieves, number two. Uh, Mm -hmm. Red Dead, number three. Far Cry, five. Number four. Fuck. God of War, number five. Runner-up. Monster Hunter World, number six. Like, that's the runner-up. Like, I don't want... I feel like shit, because, like, I feel like I'm prioritizing my choice of God of War over... CrossCode, but CrossCode only Josh and I played. God of War, all four of you played. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I would say CrossCode... Here's the thing, I can't speak to CrossCode. So I don't know, know.
2: so that's... That's why I was saying if we had something else that more of us had played, I feel like we should just wait that more, even if it's bumping it up a couple points to get it there. Like, if there's anything that was... Like a runner-up on a bunch of lists or something. Well,
0: I I did make a full. T- sorry, my, my my lady's yelling at me. You're gonna have to yell at me. I don't care. Um, let's see. Uh, my full ten, in case anybody cares, was Red Dead, Sea of Thieves, Far Cry Five. Um, sorry, I said that backwards. Red Dead, Far Cry Five, See If These, Into the Breach, Moss, Monster Hunter World. No Man's Sky next, AstroBot,
2: Celestis. Really, Spider-Man. you put No Man's Sky on there again? I know it didn't <laughs> make it into the five top ones. It was, but
0: it was in my back end. It was in my back end of the top five. I didn't. It's put always it the in top. your
2: back end. That's the problem. You're just pulling it out of there all the time. And keep bringing it up.
0: It feels good. It feels good. In there. <laughs> um, feels mostly good, because you know it, it did have an impact playing multiplayer with people this year. Um, And Mm -hmm. then it got me to buy an Xbox. But like I said, I'm not highlighting it or anything. It's just in my personal... I don't really care where you put it. You can put it at 10 if you want. I don't really give a (laughs) shit. It's just in there somewhere. Um, But they're still runners-up, so I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm really happy with the top three. Um, You guys would have to sway me on... Objectively, Fish, do you see Monster Hunter making the top five? Yes. (laughs)
2: Yes,
1: <laughs> me personally, yes. I would see it at at five. I don't know. I mean, that game is indeed more affecting to me, but um, to you guys, not as much, which I'm understandable. No, I loved it. I th- um, it would
0: look. It would made my top five if the oh, yeah. multiplayer wasn't so. The multiplayer right, is man. the reason I stopped playing with you. It's so bad.
1: That's that. Well, that's the thing with me though, is like that multiplayer didn't affect me the way it affect you. Like, at first it was like, yeah, this is a definitely fucking ass backwards. Like, it, they definitely didn't spend the right amount of time with the multiplayer to, you know, get everybody to get on the same page as far as gameplay goes. Wait, um, so
0: you're acknowledging that it's ass backwards?
1: It, it is, yes. At the beginning and everything. Uh, but there, you do eventually get used to what they want you, want you to do as far as, like, multiplayer goes and i agree like you should be able to go through the story together as a cohesive one kind of streamlined experience going through it together upgrading your characters together um killing monsters together um but they don't do that the it's just weird that they fucking have to make you progress through the story get to the bot get to the monster then your friend can jump in, which just doesn't make any fucking sense. I agree with that. But with the multiplayer, as far as end game goes, like, you're really just hunting after monsters. Um, well, back up, back up, back up, back up. I'm not, I'm not arguing with any of that. I'm just saying... Okay. The multiplayer...
0: I'm sure, if, especially if you get it down the road, we're going to probably have an amazing time. It's it, yeah. And the game is fucking incredible. But... It does have a big wart right on the middle of its fucking face. And I feel like if we're looking right at on the, the tip of, of its
1: f- dick, fish. Hmm. Hey, I can look past that tip and see the, the great amount of. You, you can look past, theory, but you're going to
3: feel so. that wart regardless. You're going to feel it
0: every time. Mm-hmm. It might tickle me. <sighs> I, it's tough. I, I know what you're saying. What if. Here, here's a compromise. T- tell me, you guys, how you feel. If you hate this, I'll chop it right off. How would you guys feel about the last four? Kick Far Cry Off, even though I love it, and we go God of War because it's Shay's and the listeners, and then five we do Moss to highlight VR because we all played it, and it's something different. Bad idea? Good idea.
2: Well, we didn't all play Moss. Shay didn't
0: play Moss. Oh, shit, that's right. Sorry, I meant um, that's true.
2: I'm on board with the God of War one, though, because that was, again, like I mentioned, that was... Up there on my list, just, you know, didn't make the top five as well. So, okay, so we can put
0: let's put, um, yeah, I mean, and I reserve the right to enjoy it more later on. My, my, I'll say this is my one thing about God of War I think it's a fantastic game. Uh, I was at a weird place in my life where it was just hard for me to enjoy as much as I wanted to, Mm. and the story of the sun and Kratos just didn't connect with me. It was also, uh, puzzle driven more than to me it was like narrative driven i i like the opening scene with Baldur was so fucking cool i was just like i thought the whole game was going to be like that you know um but i still think it's a fantastic game i don't like i just cuz i i don't have to denigrate it to like it might not have made my personal 10 but that doesn't mean that i don't think it's fantastic so and I might like it more down the road if I get another chance to really sit down with it again. So what if we put God of War at four, because it was the listeners game of the year as well. So it's our our thank you to the listeners, yeah. sort of like, you know. Um, and the, But then that fifth slot is the last one we need to fill.
2: Yeah, that fifth slot is, we've got so many that it was just not really. We may just have to go through all of them and see kind of where they would have fallen if they were on other people's lists to actually get a real thing instead of just, I don't know. I I'm like fine with probably. Monster
3: Hunter being number five. Yeah. Like if, if that's if that speeds things up.
0: Well, look look at it this way. I think Josh is getting a little shafted on this list, and I only say that being nice to Josh, even though I don't want to be nice to Josh. Um, he didn't have Sea of Thieves on his list, even though I know well, that he loves one was it. close. Like and... that, I
2: was fine with that one because I was. Again, okay. in the top seven. So I'm 100% on board with Sea of Thieves.
0: Uh, okay, okay. That's yeah. tr- well, I mean, the, the points, yeah, it speaks for itself. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's tough. I, On one hand, I love Monster Hunter deeply. I just, the reason I was pushed off that game is because yeah, the multiplayer is ass backwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also I mean, if yeah. if
3: that was the if that was the case, then Red Dead should be knocked down too. Because Red Dead's online <laughs> well, experience was fucking yeah. laughable. It,
0: but it, number number one, it's in beta. But number two, it's not integral to the game. Like Monster Hunter is a game that's designed to be played with friends, yeah. and uh, you can make that fun. case
3: with Rockstar. I mean, you look at Grand Theft Auto Five. That's how that game is still popular is its online yeah, play. People keep buying it I for mean, the multiplayer. Really, yeah, you could make
0: that case. Yeah, but you might think that the multiplayer in Red Dead is not all the way there yet, but it's not like Monster Hunter physically would not let me see my friend. I could not play with my Red friend Red Dead wouldn't Well to be let fair, yeah, yeah, Red Dead wouldn't let
2: us <laughs> <laughs> We were in yeah, a party exactly. wandering around and I could see <laughs> Shay's horse running everywhere yeah. we went backwards.
0: That's pretty funny. Well, yeah. it's in beta anyway, so.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't think that excuses it,
2: but yeah, I don't think it's don't ever going to fully get there just because they're like just from the get go like the that whole. Thing ever? Well, it's, well, she it's said, got like its own storyline and modes stuff.
0: That were a lot of fun. He said, "Yeah, there was a couple like of the modes
2: are, I think, are going to have some legs." Like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, PUBG clone type thing looks like it's got it's got some. got something to it there but like the whole starting a an online campaign at the beginning of it is just so painfully slow and intrusive to just getting on and trying to play the game online that it's like yeah
0: Yeah. it kind kind of of, like it's kind of cool though to like to be like oh this is crazy that they went through all the work to build i kind of
3: actually feel like like the I know this is a little tangential. When we played the Red Dead campaign in multiplayer, it it felt like kind of the problem we had with Sea of Thieves the other day when we were trying to play is just not enough uh, interaction with other players inside the lobby. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like that free roam, that free roam shit just is not fun at all. But that's tangential. Um, just point simply being, if we're gonna knock Monster Hunter down for its shitty online. I feel like Red Dead should be held somewhat accountable. I do see your point, though, where Monster Hunters is more integral yeah, the only reason into I, the experience.
2: Yeah, yeah. since it's completely partitioned off, I could see ignoring that more so in Red Dead's case. Because it's not like well, that's, just yeah, drop-in multiplayer here. that doesn't work. It's something you it's, have to specifically go out to, you know. Anyway.
0: Yeah, I might never even touch the multiplayer. It's It's not like... I may never touch it because, who cares? You know.
3: I fucking <laughs> wouldn't. Do yourself a favor and don't fucking touch it.
0: Well, when it's when it's not in beta, put that give it thing a back shot, where, but...
3: where it came from. Or so help me. Or so help me. Or so help me. <laughs> so help me. And
0: You guys know I have this thing against betas and and uh, really mm-hmm. called um, yeah. pre-game. I yep. just I don't trust them. I don't trust them. Um, for good reason. Every time, anyways, the point is, if I'm going to fight for Monster Hunter, the only reason I didn't fall in love with it when Fish did was because I have experienced a massive. And whenever we ch- I don't want to beat it to death. I mean, it's obvious. Anyone who's played the game knows that the multiplayer's ass backwards. My question is, are you guys willing to forgive that for the list? I, I, I look, I've made my point, but I'm just one person. I'm not going to sit here and fight it off the list if you guys don't. If you guys want it, yeah. my point. I've already said my piece.
2: I am fine really want game. it there, but I don't have a better alternative that we've all played, is the thing. Like, I kinda, <laughs> I, I'd rather yeah. have something we all kind of played and kind of enjoyed there more than that. Far but cra- I, what Craft that Craft? is, is no, not really. Because I played that and didn't I, think it was good. Like
1: I feel, I feel like Red Dead Redemption may be a little too high on the list, and maybe God of War should actually be at number three. Over Red Dead Redemption, I'm well, just throwing that out there. God of War
2: was that, higher uh, on three lists, kind of ish, but yeah. Mm,
1: I don't think any of us chose God of War other than Shea. Well, as his yeah, game just Shea, but, but like yeah, as far as like it, it was my runner up on
2: a bunch of <laughs> others. It was number six for me.
0: Yeah, but Monster Hunter was my runner up, so mm. we don't know if you're the runner up game I, can be a little dangerous. I can see
2: Monster Hunter at five. I'm like I can. I can, see that, I can see that one there. You're willing mm-hmm. to live with it, yeah? Like I, me like too. I said, it's not me too. I that, personally wouldn't put it there, but also, like as far as a consensus, I think it's probably the best suited to be number five.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think God of War is a large part of it being number four is because of listener showing love to the listeners who voted it well, as such. But I also yeah. think it is a solid game. I think it is. I think it is a great. Encapsulation of uh it 2018 is. and where it's co- where 2018 was in gaming, mm-hmm. I guess. Is the best way to word that. Number three yeah. what number three was uh Red Dead Two. Uh, yeah, it was and high I enjoyed lists, it. So yeah. Yeah. Number two was um
2: Sea, sea of Thieves, because we all, all love the shit out
3: of that game, yeah. and number one was Into the Breach. I feel comfortable with that because the top two are games all four of us fucking love.
2: Yeah, yeah, the two are the ones. The top two are the ones I feel the most happy with, as far as like, yeah, as it, it suits us as a group, especially Sea of Thieves, with that, like nobody else likes it except the four of us. It seems. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it well, isn't it's, like it's, last it's, year where
3: Cuphead made number one and Josh was repulsed. With
0: it being yeah. number one, <laughs> well, it's one of those things where, like, I've I've known Fish my whole life, and we almost never like heavily disagree on a game, which is why one day I'm always hopeful that maybe if he gets an Xbox One X, he'll he'll try Red Dead again, and maybe it'll click for him. But because um, I don't mm-hmm. think me and Fish have ever disagreed like in our entire life on a game like that, uh, like our tastes are generally pretty close. Like looking at Fish's list, it's basically you could swap. Monster Hunter and Red Dead Redemption and it's basically the same. And but Monster Hunter is my number six. Like I it's just how our, our taste works. So I'm still always a little flabbergasted about that, but I'm not gonna beat it. I don't I don't need to beat it to a beat the dead horse full mm-hmm. pun intended. Yep. again. You can do that in game. Um,
2: There's no reason yeah, to bring it out can,
0: here. <laughs> I still feel like maybe one day fish um just because we're so similar, I feel like maybe one day in the right mindset, he might feel differently about it, which is why I would say maybe not be so quick to condemn it. That's all I'm saying.
1: Okay. Uh, no, I agree with you on that. I definitely could give that game another shot and I would. I mean, I, like you guys have said, like it's a technical achievement as far as graphics go and the sound design goes and like that may not necessarily not necessarily like get me wanting to play that game like for me it was definitely the actual gameplay which was just a cover-based shooter and um i probably didn't use red eye or red dead or
0: red eye that's the that's the that's the new system (laughs) (laughs) you smoked marijuana and uh then you really then you really get good vision at that point cowboys and marijuana that sounds great <laughs> uh, I think I you I think, I think you'd enjoy the that. open world stuff like more than you'd enjoy the like mm. not the little white dot people that scream for help, but like the stranger missions and stuff you'd probably enjoy that more than the yeah until you I got, did
1: actually oh, yeah. I, I did like like doing the those uh, loan shark missions uh, for that for the guy who's in your camp who's giving out loans those to people. are
0: technically story those are story missions kind of. I would say.
1: Oh, uh, to me, well, they felt more like side missions, like, c- c- because at the beginning, you really didn't have to do no, uh-huh. They're optional. No, you're right.
0: They're optional, yeah. but they're connected to the narrative. They're, I'm just saying, yeah. like, the random people that are, like, the incestual pig farmers, like, people that you run across in the world that uh-huh. are, like, not connected to the story at all. Yeah. Yeah, but, okay. Like, in Breath of the Wild, how you might come across some weird guy with his own weird little, like, deal going on out there. You know, it's like its own little thing. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so... I feel pretty Josh good said he's t- okay, Josh said
1: Okay, Josh said
0: he's okay with Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. You're lucky. Monster Hunter's lucky. No. I mean, if you don't want it there, we could okay. put
3: Spider-Man there.
1: Damn, there. No. Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, eh. I did, I never played it, so...
2: Yeah. I think you oh, should. I mean it's, I mean it. it's, yeah, it's... I think Morgan kind of talked you out of it, but it is no, extremely no, I, solid. <sighs> I I talked to him you know we
3: could you know let's fuck it let's put cross code at number five fuck it
0: (laughs) no it's two we've already I don't want to fight anymore and Josh already agreed and that's the hardest part Mm -hmm. I will say this though that that,
3: that was the whole point that was the whole point I was Mm -hmm. proposing other things to make you just resound to how do we
2: feel sorry I'm just I know number five is how do we feel about hellblade (laughs)
3: <laughs> I I feel like that's a really good choice. I, I like do. It. I feel like, I like it, it was so good. Reopen? You know, we could make Never a case it, for Hellblade being like number five. I mean, they did bring it to Xbox mm-hmm. and PlayStation Four this year. Yeah, I, just got of the Xbox. <laughs> I think uh, Hellblade's you know, got to be number five this year. Fish, we
0: we're reopening things. Uh, Moss for best art direction. What do
1: you say? Fish,
3: help us out with Hellblade for number five again. One more time. Oh, you wait, got
1: my full support. Wait, you gonna <laughs> knock monster?
0: <laughs> you gonna knock monster on her off? Oh, oh, wait a second, did All I right. just knock my? Own... <laughs> uh, uh.
1: All
0: right. Well, let's take a quick moment to say something nice about another breach because it is our game of the year. I will start, I guess. Uh, I will say goes. that for me, I still the reason it was number four on my list is because I still feel like there's a big void with the art direction. I don't. I, I that's unfortunate. I, I think that it's charming. Um... But I feel like the difference between something like Into the Breach and Cuphead for me is that Mm -hmm. you can be a smaller studio and still be really distinctive and and interesting from an art direction standpoint. I feel like what they did was still charming and cool, but just feels a little empty to me, and I feel like it's a missed opportunity. Having said that, from a gameplay perspective, it's my favorite gameplay of the year. Uh, And to say that about a turn-based tactical game is pretty incredible from from my perspective. So... And we all loved it, so.
2: Yeah.
0: Owie. <laughs> um, also, mech people, I, a lot of people who are... I posted a picture of Gundam or something the other day, and a lot of people messaged me, and I was just like, you know what, if you like Gundam, you should try Into the Breach. Mm-hmm. So if you like mechs, it's mech porn. Mm-hmm. Get your mech porn. If you, yeah. if you like
1: Pacific Rim as a movie, uh, you'll definitely like mm-hmm. Into the Breach
0: the as a video pa- The first Pacific Rim... Let's not talk about the yeah, second ne- one. Never seen the second one.
2: There's a second one? Why would they why would they do that? Okay. Hmm.
3: Into the breach two Electric Boogaloo. Hmm. oh <laughs> uh, I now <laughs> I know none of you guys watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So all three of you guys can go why would fuck you know yourselves. That? Cause then you guys would have understood the joke.
2: How was that the joke? That joke has literally been around for about 30 years.
3: It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. But it's been revitalized by "It's Always
0: Sunny."
2: Okay, sure.
0: It's like that. That's what she said. Michael Scott didn't invent it, but we all associate it with the man, the myth, yeah, the legend.
2: Yeah, cause he wouldn't let it die.
0: And now I won't let it die in his honor. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of good one. That's what she said on this show today. That's what makes me feel the most happy Did about you, this.
2: You sure said it a lot. I don't know if you I, got any good one. Well, no, there was one. You, you had a decent one there about fish. Yeah, that one worked.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and look, I was, I was playing, to be fair, I probably could have fought for Far Cry on this list, but I was trying to be objective and kind, even though it had six points, and I kicked it off the list as a show of peace, a peace hmm.
3: treaty. What, you want a fucking yeah,
0: medal? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a medal, please. That's what? He went. Fish. Fish went on and on about his medals earlier. I got this medal and that medal and this medal. We have every medal. Our
1: game of the year.
0: Our game of the year. Into the breach. All right, let's read yeah. the list off. He does and have the he most.
3: Th- he does have the most oxymoron medal. He has like, he has the micro penis medal, but he also has the BAC medal.
1: Yeah, that that. Hey,
0: I don't know how so those weird.
3: two reconcile each other at the end of the day, but
1: yeah.
0: Well, Pretty I'll tell you, I'll tell you what else is conflicting. Our game of the year list. I'm going to read it down because we're happy with it, and I'm going to post it later after this show's been up for a while because I don't want to ruin it for people. And uh, I think it looks good. At number five, we have Monster Hunter World. But Josh and Shay say, if you can, see if you can f- check out cross code because they seem to enjoy it quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you're a fan of classical JRPGs. Uh, So Monster Hunter World at number five. At number four, we have God of War, which was Shay's Game of the Year and our Listener Game of the Year. At three, we had my Game of the Year, Red Dead Redemption. Um, 97 Metacritic, I just want to throw that out there. Number two, we have Sea of Thieves, which is a game we all loved. I know it's controversial, and you might vomit when you hear that, but we loved it, and we had a great time. So I'm sorry. And number one, surprise of the year. You can probably pick it up for like $15 on the Switch or in PC. And you should, because it is our game of the year here at the ChompCast. Into the Breach by Subset Games. I just
3: realized, I just realized this is the second year in a row we've voted an indie game as the game of the year.
2: Mhm.
3: First like year that. was Uncharted 4, but next, last two years have been an indie game. I, f- I feel like that feels right kind of like with our mantra and our grassroots approach. So it feels good. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, for, for what it's lacking in our direction, I feel like it's pretty groundbreaking in the genre for yeah tactical games.
2: Yeah, and the music is still so good, yeah. too. That Yeah. yeah. it's It's It'd one of those things, music. like, you're sitting there looking at essentially the same screen for so long in tactics games, and if the music were not something you really wanted to listen to while doing that, it would have really hurt it. And it's just great. It's great.
0: Well, it's been fun. That's our game of the year list. Uh, if you didn't hear our first show, you should go check out day one once you find this in your feed. We hope you enjoyed it. It's been an incredible year. We're going to take a week off and let these sit in the feed and then we'll be back with a fantastic new show at the beginning of the new year.
3: And, and boobies!
0: Um, and, well, yes.
2: Are you finally hopefully. getting those?
3: Yeah, I've been mulling it over for quite a while now. I feel like... One A cup and one C cup is just going to fit my personality perfectly.
2: All right. All right. I like that. Mm. I like that. You'll have the angles.
3: <laughs> I will.
0: <laughs> I like mm-hmm. keep it. He, keep it fresh. Shay's all about variety. That's why he can't finish any game. He's got to jump around, you know, boom, 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 boom. Mm.
3: Jump up, jump up, and get down. He is down. a rolling
2: stone.
0: He, he likes variety. Just ask the women in his life. If
2: you can find them. I can never find
3: them.
0: (laughs) All good fun. All right. Well, it's been a great show, a great year, and until next year.